Welcome to the Bang Betting Podcast with your hosts, Jason Molinero and Timmy Selhorst. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bang Betting Podcast with your hosts, Jason and Timmy. Timmy, how are you doing? I am doing fantastic. I have been losing money, but I'm ready to turn it around. Actually, last week I didn't lose money, so ha, I just lost so much money in the past I forgot, so... I'm Makes ready. sense. How's how's your poker addiction doing? It's actually been pretty rough. I just lost a game since I'm currently unemployed for two weeks. <laughs> um, I have quite the poker problem, and um, my luck has been running a little bit dry. Wow. Gotcha, how's your gotcha. life going there, Buckaroo? It's going well. Uh, it's a little bit rainy today, but a week's gone by quick. Uh, how was your trip to Chicago? Um, Fantastic. I realize I do hate cities, so... Luckily, I also <laughs> hate the Chicago Bears because I think they suck and I'll never bet on them. Actually, ooh, to oh, keep listening, they might, they might make it into one of the upsets of the week. <laughs> All right, so getting into this week, we're going to talk about the Week 7 NFL spreads and over-unders and our top picks. We're going to talk about some NFL props as well. Which game would you like to go for, Timmy? Um, let's start with our top picks. So, All right. would you like to go first? I would love to. Thank you for asking. My top pick this week is it's an interesting week to say the least on a lot of the games. I feel like a lot of them can go either way, but my top game of the week is Green Bay minus seven and a half over Washington. You know, I like it. I don't not like it. I've been betting on the Packers almost every week, except (laughs) when they played the Bengals, of course. I would never do that. Um, but I don't have I, I don't have it this week on my top four list. And I just think that's because I'm a little uncertain with the seven and a half. It's a lot of points. It You're makes not me wrong. uncomfortable. I agree. It is a lot of points. But the way I look at it is the Chiefs blew Washington out last week. And the Packers have a way better defense than them. And I would say a similar offense. Obviously, the Chiefs might have a couple more players. More star power, but I would say they got similar offenses. And the Packers actually have covered the spread in five straight games. Other than week one, that's the only time they did not. Wow, lucky I haven't been on them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, well, I like the pick. It's not a, it's not a bad pick. I would probably pick Green Bay over it, but mm, it makes me just a little uncomfortable. I think you're right because Taylor Heineke. I think people. He, he is still kind of a fresh QB that didn't even plan on starting the season. So Yeah, he's still a backup in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, so I think you got the right choice there. But number one, interesting. Now, I'm really loving your number two, but I'll wait. We'll wait to go there. <laughs> uh, but it's we're not going to make it a bang gang bet of the week. I'm Absolutely not. Not going to make it. Not going <laughs> to make it. Um, but my number one, I got New Orleans minus four and a half against Seattle. Now, that's a bang gang bet of the week. Ooh, is that your number four? <laughs> yes. I I have my top four, but I feel like they could be intertwined. But let's hear yours. I completely agree with everything you're about to say. I love it when we intertwine together. <laughs> um basically I just think Geno Smith, I'm not a I'm big uh 
fan, as in he's not as good as Russell West or not Westbrook. Not Russell Westbrook. Basketball hey. did just basketball did just start. We might start our NBA podcast soon. So that is true. <laughs> Wait for that. I know. Every, I know our ten listeners are just waiting for that to come out. So. <laughs> Um, but Seattle hasn't been looking too great. And I think the main reason is just because of the rushing defense for the Saints isn't the best. Oh, no, it is good. It is good. Never mind. Oh, yeah. It is the best. I had my notes wrong. But yeah, they just, are. I think Seattle's going to try to run the ball. They showed, showed that they tried last game. And they're going to run it more often just because they don't trust Geno Smith. And it's not going to go over well, at least from what I've seen. So it only makes sense that Jameis Winston is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> Loved him since he played for Florida State. I still believe he's a good quarterback. Some people might say he's not. Some but people I'm sticking, may disagree. I'm sticking with my opinion since he came in the league, and I'm going to say he can beat out Geno Smith. I'm with you. I think prime – I don't know why Seattle got another primetime game, by the way. I mean, they weren't good even – I know it was with Russ, obviously, it's different situation with Geno, but they still – I don't know. Um, but no, I completely agree with you. I'm taking New Orleans as well. That minus four and a half. I should have probably put it higher. Probably should have put it two or three. But I think New Orleans is going to do very well. Is it yeah. at Seattle? Yeah, it's it's at Seattle. That's the only issue mm-hmm. I could maybe see. But I that think twelfth man out there. I don't think it's going to be that great. You got to watch out for that twelfth man. Got to watch out for that twelfth man. You shouldn't switch it to your second pick because I love your second pick. I'm nervous about this one. Now well, you, I kind of want to talk about it more on me, on the over under side of it. I'm more confident in my over unders. Oh, this is your number one over under. They okay. are my top four. So I'll just talk about this game in general. So I kind of so with this Bengals versus Ravens game, Green Bay or the Cincinnati's favored or the Ravens are favored six and a half points. But in this game, I pick Cincy. Not confident with that one, but I'm really confident in the over. Mm, and here oh, is why. On the Ravens side of it, they're on pace to crush career highs in pass attempts and dropbacks. They've dropped 31-plus points in each of their last two opponents, including the Chargers, who have a top defense, I would say. Baltimore has hit their implied total five of the six weeks, this season, which is in which is 26.7 points against the Bengals this week. So I think that they're going to hit that total. And um, the Bengals, they got five straight weeks of the under hitting, which is nerve wracking, but they've also played Chicago, Big Ben, the Jaguars and Detroit. And Joe Burrow has slowly been increasing his pass attempts per game in which would increase with the um, fast paced Ravens. So the current over-under for this game is 47, and I think it's just going to get blown out of the water here. Yeah, here's the only reason I don't have that over-under in my top three, and that's that's strictly because of the game script. If Baltimore gets ahead like they're projected and Joe Burrow's forced to throw the ball more, I think they'll easily hit it. They both teams have enough offensive talent, but um, in my heart – I just want Joe Mixon to be able to run all over. <laughs> so I couldn't I couldn't do it in my heart. So I like it. Um but let me convince you on uh oh, we could I can make that a banking bet of the week with you. Actually that over. In. I could do it. It makes a lot of sense to me. Wow, look at that. Lost Star it. studded. 
But now let me make you a little more confident on it being your number two pick of the week because it's a good one. All right, let's hear it. Well, first off, it's uh, the Ravens are favored by six and a half. I think if you wait, people are going to want to bet on the Ravens. And like come Saturday, Sunday, I think it'll push it to seven. So I would try to wait, get it at seven. But I did some research because I wanted to convince myself to bet on the Bengals. And everything I found just solidified my opinion. (laughs) So I could have been just looking for stuff to try to kind of find the right answer I want. Might be a little biased, but I don't care because I'm always right. Um, Absolutely not. But we can continue that. (laughs) Yeah. So both teams got about the same yards per carry, yards per attempt. They're both doing great. Um, the Bengals have a slightly better completion percentage. I don't like to brag, but it's only like two and a half percent. So not going to oh, be wow. too concerned about that. Um, but the Bengals, where they differ is defensive stats. They're just looking better. I know just because the Ravens have been so good at offense, they've looked amazing, but they left Colts. And I, I, the Colts don't have the best offense. I mean, it's okay. But I think I would debate the Bengals have a better offense. I so agree. I think as long as the Bengals can hold Lamar, which um, I think they personally can. And the See, I think every the ball, team we're saying that, but now I think it's getting a little too difficult. Yeah, it is getting difficult. But I think that'll be the game changer because I don't think they'll be able to contain yeah. My boy Joe Mixon. And for a little example, I look back, I wanted to see like when they played a team or when the Bengals played a team that mm-hmm. had kind of a stud running back to kind of compare would they be able to stop Lamar or would like they help him. And when they played Dalvin Cook week week one with the Vikings, um Dalvin Cook had twenty carries for only sixty yards. And oh wow, uh, he's a pretty good running back. So I know it was week one, so Take it's it's not too big of a bump up, but I loved it, and it convinced me to go for it. And if you can get it at seven, it would definitely be one of my top picks. Oh yeah, if you can get it at seven, I think it's top right now. I think it's six and a half. What I saw on Fanduel Sportsbook, mm-hmm. so could be a little change. Not sure though. Mm-hmm. And um, if you wait for the draft, wait till the end of the podcast to hear the DraftKings pick, you might see some Bengals players in there. <laughs> Let's see. All right. So that was my second. Let's talk about yours, which we we have some differing opinions on, but I'm interested to see what you got to say about okay, it. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, the Bengals was my third overall pick. If they, if I didn't say that before, but second <laughs> is the Atlanta Falcons with the best player on the team, Cordell Patterson. Oh wow, that's a bold <laughs> statement. Versus the Miami Dolphins, best player on the team, non-existent. <laughs> uh, maybe what would you say like Mike Gusecki I don't know well Devontae Parker looks like he's going to play him and Preston Williams so you oh, can okay. say Devontae receiver core then alright they got um, do they have Waddle uh, yeah uh, yeah okay okay well, they got a good receiver core I mean it's alright uh, but my point is I took Atlanta minus two and a half because I just think Atlanta's offense is looking better I mean I watch Miami play and it's just bleh so I know Where? the defense is a question with Atlanta, but I trust that Miami sucks enough to not make me concerned <laughs> about Atlanta's defense, if that makes any sense at all. It was more just an eye test. And you know I like betting on just kind of looking at which teams look better. That's my I know. favorite way to play. I think it's Obviously. how you get accurate predictions because 
because the NFL games are so short, can you really get a good sample size? You, re- you really can't. Not. So throw the statistics off the board. <laughs> As I, I throw you out more statistics later on in this podcast. Yeah. I actually did read, though. Um, it was actually um, the – what other – I forget the name of the pod, football podcast. But I read an article, and it was saying, like, that six games is a good, like, fantasy predictor. I was like, six games does not seem like a good fantasy predictor. Especially for yeah. like running backs, because like, how do you know how many attempts they're gonna get? I feel like people get sore, so I feel like statistics for like fantasy like that is a lot more different than complete games. But maybe six games is enough for for um, actual like team performance, is what I thought. I would agree. I got time running my hands. Maybe I'll do a little regression, do some Bayesian theorem. See, I I actually that. one of my top or my top four upsets my fourth one would have been Miami and I think if they can get Xavier and Howard and Byron Jones back which they might play I think that they can get a win here I think honestly I really think a downside is them playing in London on on Sunday and not getting that break like that bye week for some reason they're just thrown into a game in a week especially after like a what is it like a 10 hour flight and stuff mm-hmm. like that? And then them practicing straight on Monday. I think that's going to play a factor, but if they can get those pieces back, I think Miami would have a great chance mm-hmm. to beat that. Now this is going to be sad that I have, this as my number two pick and I don't know this, but who's starting at quarterback to <laughs> see, I don't think it matters to me because well, like, then why jazz? I mean, I think that's why I didn't even look it up when I was yeah. doing my research because I almost think it's worse because I think Brissett kind of got a rhythm going and now they just lost that with everybody. I mean, the two quarterbacks definitely played differently. So I think it's going to kind of mess with them a little bit, tra- changing it up. And it's just rough out there for Miami. You know, I hope <laughs> for the best of them, but I don't trust them. I know. No, I I'm see with that you. is your fourth overall upset. I only have three upsets, so I, I didn't would like know. To I didn't know if you to... wanted that one. What that was, but so the last we actually both had the same game here, different, different outcomes though. Oh, oh my goodness, we do. So the next game we got is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Raiders. Uh, Raiders are three point favorites. You know, I would just um, like to apologize first off. <laughs> I know you love the Eagles, and I would just like I know. To, you bet with the Bengals for me, and that was very kind of yeah, me. Yeah, that's, that's so I nice just, of me. I just, I just took a fat dump right on you, <laughs> putting it in your face, betting for Vegas like that. I know. You just but ruined would you like me. To, I'll let you explain first, because I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm interested. And I mainly, appreciate that. I'm pretty hard on Vegas so you're not going to convince me the other way but I do just like to know yes so basically I think honestly this might be an underrated over for the week I I didn't put this in my top three I know you didn't either but I think this could be one Eagles are fourth in pace of play and whenever they're down by any points that number shoots up you know and now that you said that I love the over in this game and i think the reason i didn't put it is because i kind of i have all three unders yeah you do. Under fix, 
And I was kind of going with the under the sea kind of vibe. <laughs> and I didn't want to ruin it. Forced to ruin the freaking mojo. <laughs> but that would definitely be it. And mainly because I think Philadelphia's defense is garbage. I, I they're say. good against the pass, but I don't think Raiders can have any issues running against the ball. But also, I think the Eagles are just going to keep throwing it tons because that's what their mindset is. And I just think they're going to try and make the Raiders keep up and throw. And Eagles secondary is actually not as bad as people think it is. And I know they got torched up by Dallas, but no, I, they've been I agree getting a little better. And so I think if they can keep their pace up and keep throwing the ball, I think the Raiders could fall behind. And that's You're why cool. I chose the Eagles. You're correct. That could happen. I like the Eagles secondary. That could Who's happen. their best corner? Who's their best corner? Darius Slay. He's been having he, a great year. What, whatever um, – did they play – it might have been the Ravens. I don't know. They played someone where they absolutely got destroyed. Dallas. On like their de- yes, I think that yeah. was it. And their defense looked absolutely terrible. It was terrible. bad. It was, it was game. piss poor. Oh, wow. I, yeah, since I played linebacker in high school, I always like – I think I'd pay a little bit more attention to the linebackers. And I would have swore the linebackers in D-line were high schoolers. Like, it did not look good at all. They were, like, on their heels trying to I, – I don't know. There's no downhill tackles at all. They just let them get six yards and kind of grab their ankles. So, <laughs> But this, Slay was slaying out there. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. He looked so good on a team full of garbage, it looked like, it, in that game. He does. It does look amazing. So, I'll give it to you. Secondary looked good, but – I think ever since watching that defense, I think Josh Jacobs is going to have a day. Also tune in for the – I don't know if he's in my DraftKings lineup. He's he in be. my Fandle one, actually. Oh, I like that pick. Ooh. Let's see. So, yeah, we both talked about that. Do you have anything else to say about the game? Um, no, I would just like to say that um, – can we confirm the Bengals game as a Bang gang bet of the week? Let's do it. That's I'm two, in. baby. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, uh, let's see. We can. The next one I can talk about is my third favorite over, or my under, and your first favorite under. Ooh! Oh my goodness! The Bears oh. versus the Bucks, and Ooh. the over under is approximately forty-seven points. Mm, and why? Why did you pick the under, sir? Because I know why I did. So, honestly, I think the Bucks are going to light it up. They're at home think that's enough said but the bears they've scored 20 or less points in every game this season except the one where they scored 24 five out of their six games have hit the under and this is against one of the best scoring teams in the nfl and you know, i just don't think they're going to be able to keep up you know i could just smell the garbage actually when i was in chicago while i passed the field Oh, yikes. On their <laughs> offense, I think they were pissing their pants every time they took the field, and I think that smell is still over there. I, I smelled it nasty. Justin Fields, I think um, maybe some of his dude who got on the ground from getting sacked so many times, I think they are they might be number one in sacks against, actually. Wow. Don't fact no, check me on I that. Agree. I might be wrong. I, might I, be I wrong. won't because we're, we're automatically right on this podcast. We are never oh. wrong. Of course, of course. We got the inside scoop. I was just at Chicago. I would know this game the best. Also, baseball field? What's the field called? Do you know? The Wrigley, Wrigley? Field? Yeah, yes, phenomenal. Sir. Looks dope. Really? I didn't go inside of it, but 
I thought it was awesome. That's sick. Let's go to a game we, next year. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. We don't have baseball here, though. At no, least we I don't. don't. I, I do I not. pay too much attention to basketball and football. Yep. And golf, 100%. surprisingly. Wow. So, do you have anything else to say about that game? I think we've kind of covered it. Um, I, I will start out a theme here. Yes. I believe that when games have high differentials in, like, the spread, like, What's the spread in that Bucks game? It's doubled. It's got to be double digits or close. Yeah, it's about it's, 14 it's almost, and a half. 12 and a half. It was 12 and a half. Did it go all the way up to 14? It might be 12 and a half. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's 12 shot. and a half. Trying to lie to me? <laughs> I'm always <laughs> not. I stride, Bucks. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the, I think um, history's shown that basically you hit the under more often when they've got such a large spread like that. And I think that's mainly because teams get ahead. Leonard Fournette comes out there, gets four, three and a half yards of carry, and just ends the game. And I feel like that's going to happen, and that's a pattern with my next two over-unders. I went with the same exact theory with the Houston 47 and a half points. Nice. Also with the under, same thing's about to happen. James Conner and Chase Edmonds are about to have a day. Hey, I agree with you actually on that one. I think that's a good, good one. If you agreed with me, why isn't one of your top three, Mister? I agree with you, but I because I, I I had a better I had a better uh, third one for me. Um, timeout. <laughs> can we make the Bucks versus Bears one of our Van Gang bets of the week? Oh, of course we can, good sir. Yeah, that's that's four because the Bengals over. I confirmed that to be one too. Oh. Oh man! Yep, we're we got a lot of money on this that is... Bengals game. We got the yeah. over and them. Ooh. They let me down last time, so let's hope it doesn't happen again. Mm, but... They always let me down. <laughs> <laughs> um, my last over under of the day would be the Chiefs and the Titans. It's a high over under of what is it, fifty seven and a half? But I'm taking Ooh, the my... over. You're taking the over, you animal. Let me let me tell you why. We got balls over here. So basically, the Chiefs are hitting the over weekly by now. They have hit with four of their six games going over the Vegas total so far. They've gone over their implied total four times this year, and their projected score is 30 and a half. Prior to last week's game, the Chiefs had given up 29 or more points in every game this season. And for the Tennessee side of it, four out of their last six games have hit the over. And they lost their starting cornerback in Caleb Farley to an already weak secondary against the Chiefs. And the Titans look great against the Bills. I think it's going to be a nice Ryan Tannehill day. I think, honestly, I know Kansas City's just bad at everything on defense. I think they're going to try and get that passing game with A.J. Brown and uh, Julio involved. And I think it's kind of a quiet week for Derrick Henry. And especially, he may not have a quiet week, but especially on the DraftKings or FanDuel, his price is just absurdly high, in my opinion, to put him in any lineup. Because I think his price would, like, he would need to score about 50 points, which is possible, don't get me wrong. But that's a long, yeah. that's a especially, hefty price for him. Especially this week with the Chiefs. I mean, it's going to be hard to put mm-hmm. him in your lineup because you don't know the game script. I mean, yeah, I guess the Titans could get ahead, but 
how I see it is it is going to be a high scoring game and the Titans are going to be forced to throw to keep up with the Chiefs. So they're going to be forced to throw. And I think they're still going to be able to do it, but they're going to end up maybe first quarter. Derrick Henry gets his 12 carries, but he's not going to get his 30. Well, he has been getting in the past game, though, but not worth his salary in FanDuel DraftKings. You're right. I agree. So, yeah, definitely love the over in that one. Um, I, mean, I, I would I like to like... say one thing. Oh, yes. Go, go ahead. Good sir. Thing. We did make a bet, I believe, about the Chiefs winning. Was it five of their oh. last or six of their last seven games? Five of the last six? Yeah, we what did. We'll roll back the tape. But I believe they, they destroyed Washington. So, uh, But they uh, lost the previous week. I think we did it after that week. No, it's week seven, man. I thought we did at the week six podcast. Maybe we did. I I'll oh wait no we would have had to do it at the yeah we'll roll back the tape I thought it was before the week five one. Mm, well, let me check real quick. Let me check real quick. Well, we'll roll. roll I'm back going the tape. to week five. Who did Washington or who did the Bills Kansas City play? They played the Bills. which is why I, I believe think we made that. After. I think it was after the Bills. Well, yeah, maybe I'm rolling back the tape. We'll watch the tape anyway. But yes, you are correct. We did make that bet. We'll figure that one out. Mm, well, there I got a feeling they're going to win, even though it's not one of my bets of the week. I'm a little nervous about it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I honestly put ten, the Titans as one of my upsets just because I feel like it can go either way. Like five and a half is kind of a lot. Yeah, that's a good point. That was a good upset. Um, I would and, definitely take yeah. the five and a half point to win about the money line, but they're given the Chiefs are always favored by too many points. I think, especially with a I mean, their record's not that great this year. I mean, I understand if they were kind of showing like they were last year, but they are showing flaws. So yeah, I would I have agree. expected more closer spreads, especially I after agree. the Titans just pulling off that win. Yeah, against the Bills. Congratulations, Titans. Give them a Good. round of applause. Nice work, Titans. Let's see. Also, Julio, get, get your shit together. <laughs> Uh, I Honestly. need to not be injured. Uh, <laughs> he's in my best ball lineup, and I'm a lot of my players are injured, and I need him to perform. <laughs> I need him. Julio, please. Uh, besides uh, that, what was your – uh, That's it for oh, all of mine. I have one more under. Same theory about the basically big game spread. The Rams are favored a ton over Detroit. Yo, my God. Um, Their implied total is like 30 and a half, like 32 and a half maybe. Oh, yeah. That's it's crazy. A, it's disgusting. Their favorite 15 and a half. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's a lot of points. But, I mean, I understand. Detroit looked terrible against the Bengals. So, um, I watched that game. I saw it unfold. Now, yes, it did excite me about the Bengals a bit. Turned me on. But, <laughs> um, basically, same thing. think uh, Henderson's going to have a heck of a day. Basically, all the running backs for these teams I've listed, Arizona, Bucks. Fantastic. And um, they're all going to hit the under. So I might do a little triple parlay there. Oh, I would consider that. I would I'd de- debate about doing a triple parlay with mine, too. What if I told you I'd already submitted that parlay? <laughs> I'd would be you all say in. I'd have a gambling problem? Maybe. Absolutely not. That's what I like to hear. Thank you. Way to be a supportive see. friend. I already, <laughs> I already talked about all my upsets. Ooh, does that mean we get to go into. We've talked props? about since we. Yeah, I mean, unless you want to talk about Denver, but that game's tonight, so 
Oh, <laughs> we we might not have it released by them, but we can at least see how we feel. I also already have a bet in on this. I bet I took Denver because Baker's out. I have I believe strongly that backups do not do as well. I know he's a bit experienced. I mean, he started before, but um, Keenum, I believe that is his name. Sorry for disrespecting you. Yeah, don't um, disrespect Case Keenum ever yeah, again. Yeah, I hope he does good. I love it when um, kind of backups come in and do a great job, but I also don't want the Browns to do good for the Bengals. And um, you also, you know I love the talent of Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Absolutely. himself. His glove's phenomenal. If I ever got my hands on one, the things I'd do with it. It would be over. <laughs> so, so yeah, do you have any other opinions? I think I, I took the money line. I think the spread was – I believe the Browns were favored by one and a half. Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with you. Browns are all hurt. Um, Landry and OB – Landry's coming back and playing tonight. OBJ might be. So, I don't know. I wasn't really concerned about this game, but I'm with you on it. Yeah, they also said they were gonna move uh like Landry to like the slot, the wide out, yeah. do a bunch of other stuff. And I feel like that's a lot coming just switching to a new quarterback too. Exactly. So things things a good thing go a good thing to remember though is that uh, the Browns quarter or coach, um, Stefanski, I think, he and uh Case Keenum went to the NFC championship together in Minnesota. So they do oh have some experience. Goodness. Well, now they're going to destroy him, Jason. I already put the money on the line. <laughs> Not the money. Oh, my no. money's gone. <laughs> uh, I, I actually was debating making Denver one of my top picks, but I thought since the podcast might not get out in time, I should have. Good call, good call. So put him in as a number five for uh, Perfect. an honorable mention. An honorable mention, all in. Yeah. Um. Well, let's go to... The props, do we have a segment title for prop bets? We haven't done those yet. Uh, we do not, but let's just go. Player props. We got about four, four names on there. Had to count a little bit. Been a long day. All right. We are going to prop it like it's hot with Derrick Henry. <laughs> also, I just like to – I came up with that right now. Did you like that? You like that was that a good one. Wow. Oh, That's what she's going to call it. I like how I bragged about myself the second I said it. So I know. That's what cool people always do. But Derrick Henry, 126.5 rushing yards. That's a lot of rushing yards. I what was going to go under. I told you, I, I think it's going to be a Ryan Tannehill type of game. They're going to throw it a lot. I'm going under. Okay, what if I told you this? I'm also, first of all, I'm under. You're exactly correct. I agree. That's a bang gang prop bet of the week. Fantastic um, news. But... I just I just got out my calculator that I just have on my desk like always because I'm a genius like that. Um, and I just did the math: 126.5 rushing yards for 17 games is 2,150 yards. Jeez, are we really gonna? That's the standard. That's what we expect of Derrick Henry. That's I think that's wild. way too high to expect someone to have. So he's, I mean, man, he might be on pace for that. If we're being, oh realistic. yeah, he's, he might get two thousand, but two thousand one hundred fifty, like that's, that's a, that's crazy too many yards. So definitely. No, also, we talked about the game script. Um, we predict, or at least I think, Kansas City is going to come out flying, and they're going to be the basically forced to throw the ball. So AJ Brown might have a good game, but. I mean, Derek, that makes Derek Henry's touches go down. 
I agree. I agree. All right. Second up here. This goes again with my theory on the high spreads, the teams getting ahead, running backs doing great. We got Josh Jacobs, 55 and a half rushing yards. What do you think there? I think it's going to be over. I think that's how they beat the Eagles is rushing. Mm, that's what I like to hear. We already kind of talked about that, I guess, where I, I said the linebackers for Philly look terrible. They're going to want to run the ball. The only thing, people are giving Jalen Hurts some undeserved hate. He, he's, he's been not doing, doing great. Bad. Phenomenal. Bad. And he, I, their offense looks just fine. They got good weapons. So I could see a scenario where they it's a very high-scoring game, but Josh Jacobs isn't needed as much. So I agree. It's, it's not. I'm not as confident as the Henry one, but I'm also again taking the over with him. Nice. Let's see the next one. Last two. We got Alan Lazard, thirty and a half reception yards. Now this is a wild card one for sure. I would. I'm. Well, I want to hear. I know you got a lot to say about it, so let's hear what you got to say first. Yeah, you saw a comment in my in our spreadsheet. <laughs> Um, I, I saw a fact where Lazard had the same snap count and target share as Devontae Adams. Yes. And then Jason proceeded to comment underneath my comment, won a cookie with that, and I was <laughs> eating a pumpkin chocolate chip cookie from the Kroger Oops aisle at that moment. It was kind of a wild situation. So, so the chemistry that is in this podcast is insane. I would just like to say that you're no no other podcast has that chemistry. I mean, just phenomenal. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> also, but I'm, I think I'm going with the. Uh, I think. Oh, I don't even know if you said yours. Go ahead, continue. Oh, well, you know, you know, it's the. I'm going over on those thirty. Oh, I was so. agreeing with you, hundred percent. You might also. Um, we only got one more prop bet of the week, and then we go to DraftKings, and you might see him in my lineup. <laughs> no way. Cheese. All right, do you have any worries about that, though? Not really. I mean, he has been getting the targets and the snap percentages. Um, it is against Washington. Their defense has been bad. So yeah, I think that's just another reason to go for it. I think, I think there's a chance. I think there's a high chance. I'd be willing to put some on there. Mm-hmm. I would put a lot of uh... – a lot of Green Bay receivers I expect to have a good game just because of the Green Bay players. I mean, Washington's defense hasn't looked good. So, I right, play your Green Bay players in fantasy, you know? I agree. All Let's right, see, last, last one. Go ahead. We Let's got hear it. one of my favorite running backs who I love. People said he was too old, and he has wow. earned the spot as the Tampa Bay lead back. And um, he was a star at Jacksonville, my boy Leonard Fournette. And yes, do I love him because he played for Jacksonville? Absolutely. But as Blake Bortles, his career has gone much better. So, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, 64 and a half. Same theory. Basically, I think they're going to get ahead. Fournette's going to run. But this is even better because he's been doing amazing recently. So, you've got, you've got the – you've watched him do great. So, why, why would you doubt him on 64 and a half, you know? See, I'm only a little bit scared – that they're going to get out to a big lead and just run it with, like, Ronald Jones or something. Like, take out their starters. Mm, my boy Lenny's not going to let that happen. <laughs> he wants those carries. I know him. Me and him are close friends. I got you. Well, I can see it happen. I agree with you on it. 
all right, that's all I needed to hear. I'm betting on all four of those, and I'm making all the cash. Wow. All right, let's hear if your I lineup. I've spent it on poker before that. <laughs> I don't have one just yet, but I'll, I'll be re- releasing one on the Twitter. Oh, perfect, because I've got two for you today, Jason. Oh, let's I hear I got both. my cash games and my tournament lineup. Oh, let's hear it. I'm all So in. for the cash, you know, this is just my, you know, your $10, your $20 double up, you know. Also, make sure to play in those, um, the games where there's a lot of people because you want the idiots to join your tournament who forget to update their lineup if someone gets hurt. We should not do that. We will update our lineups. Oh, my calculator fell. <laughs> um, so quarterback, we got Aaron Rodgers. Already explainable. We talked about Washington. Then we got... Dar Daryl Henderson. Oh, nice. Rams again. Same theory as I've been talking about all night. I mean, oh yeah, he's gonna do great. He's also he was great before. He kind of got a little tweaked up. Leonard Fournette coming back at you. I you don't. <laughs> I already explained myself. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. And then going to actually my flex spot is another running back. This one I was kind of I was leaning between Josh Jacobs and Joe Mixon. And I ended up with Joe Mixon just because oh. I think he's going to get more volume I than agree. Josh Jacobs. And I just would rather have that than the risk in a cash game. I respect it. I understand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So then the wide receivers, we got Brandon Cooks. That's basically because I think Houston's going to be forced to throw the ball all, all day because D-Hop and Murray are going to probably score 50 points. And um, Houston's going to have to catch up. And the only person to throw the ball to is Brandon Cooks. Makes sense. Then we got Darnell Mooney. Oh, I am yeah, not I very love... confident in this, though. Him or Robinson, I've been debating. Oh, yeah. I think – I don't know who's cheaper. Maybe Mooney's Robinson, cheaper. I think, is cheaper in FanDuel. Uh, well, I didn't really need that salary, so I, I went well. with Mooney, I guess. I'm glad, I mean, I, guess. I think he's the better play at this point, so <laughs> – Again, same theory. They're just going to have to throw the ball. They're going to be forced to. I'm a bit concerned just because Tampa Bay's defense hasn't looked – I mean, it's looked pretty decent. So, I'd be worried about the Bears' terrible offense that we've seen getting sacked, not doing well. And that, unfortunately, leads to my buddy Mooney to do bad. And I would be sad and cry. But luckily, in a cash game, <laughs> you don't need every play to hit. So, it's okay. Um, he's the best I could find. And then we got – our boy, Alan Lazard. I already explained myself there. And then tight end, we got Mike Gusecki. Um, That one was really just because I wanted to find a cheaper tight end. Uh, another kind of tight end that could have been him instead. Who was it? Oh, Robert Tunyon. I liked him a lot. He's a little cheaper if you want to save some cash. And then finally, Patriots defense because the Jets have always sucked and always will suck. Yep. I'm with you on all of those. I think those are great picks. All right, I'll do the cash game one real quick just to <laughs> turn it lineup real quick. Mainly because, because I have Joe Burrow in it, and I'm very excited to have <laughs> a lineup with Joe. I usually avoid it because I don't bet with my heart, but Joe Burrow is pretty it's to other people that they also think he's amazing, and not just me. Well, That's maybe not amazing, but good. Uh, we got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase as my stack. I like it. And then we also got Brandon Cooks and Darnell Mooney again. Okay. Then we got Fournette and Jacobs because, you know, I Ooh, thought Jacobs yeah. was a little. If you're, I think the game script goes right. 
perfect for him. And then also Robert Tunyon. Wow, I like it. Then I, the only, I like that. Now, this flex spot, I'm thinking about changing because I don't know how I feel in the tournament having Robert Tunyon and Aaron Jones. Makes but sense. Yeah. I think Green Bay will have the volume where it won't matter. I think that. I agree. You know, Tiny yeah, I really think he'll be fine. Touchdown to pay. He's only at thirty five hundred. He's real cheap. So yeah, to I know. pay off his salary, it's, he's needs one touchdown, and that's perfect. It's gonna be fantastic. I agree yeah. with you. Actually, I like them all. Thank you, thank you, thank <laughs> you. Uh, those will win me so much money. Um, yeah, of course. Um, I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else? Um, no, I think the only thing I have to say is that I love you. Oh. I love you, too. Look at that. Oh, what a good way to end the podcast. What a great way. Um, well, thank you, guys. Uh, tell everybody our Twitter and, uh, and tell them where to find your DraftKings picks later. Yes, of course. So go to it's at betting underscore bang on Twitter. Thank you guys for listening. You'll get your FanDuel and Draft picks on there. Or well, FanDuel and DraftKings picks listening. There. Thank you, guys. We I appreciate you. it. Have a great rest of your day.